Lotus FM News with Navita Gajraj. Seven o'clock, good morning. Hundreds of families have been left homeless after the illegal shacks were demolished at Amtata in the Eastern Cape. The Supreme Court of Appeal in Bloemfontein had ruled in favour of the municipality removing the shacks. A police and municipal police, uh, uh, municipal officials rather, monitored the proceedings. Some residents whose structures were demolished had this to say about the demolitions. I have six children. I don't know where I'm going to stay now. We don't have any place. I don't know how I'm going to cope with these children here. I really don't know. I made an application for the land from the local chief, and he approved my application, but now the municipality is demolishing our houses. An SABC News crew has been attacked allegedly by members of student movement SASCO at the University of Fort Hare in Alice. The attack happened after Eastern Cape Premier Pumola Maswale handed over 5.5 million rand to the university to assist disadvantaged students with meals. Cameraman Sishlem Kize and reporter Busisiwe Jamsana were assaulted while interviewing the students. Jamsana elaborates. Whilst we're busy trying to conduct interviews with the students from the University of Fort to get their views on how they feel about the, the 5 million rent that has been injected into the university to assist them. A group of students uh, came singing songs. Uh, they bit the cameraman with the bag. Uh, his eye is swollen. They also bit me and tried to take away the SABC equipment from us. Fortunately for us, other students intervened and they tried to, to stop those who are taking us. ESCOM faces a 17 million ton coal shortfall at its coal-fired power plants. Public Enterprises Minister Lynn Brown says the shortfall is anticipated at the Matla, Tutuka and Hendrina power stations and at the Creel and Arno power stations. As ESCOM acting chief executive Brian Mollefer dismissed charges that it would be facing a so-called coal cliff in coming years. Mollefer claimed South Africa had 200 years of coal. In other news now, FIFA has provisionally banned 11 people who were caught up in yesterday's bribery investigations. FIFA's Ethics Committee has banned the nine FIFA members who were indicted by the United States Justice Department, as well as two others whose names were revealed as already having pleaded guilty to certain charges. One of those named is Jack Warner, a former FIFA vice president. He surrendered to police in the port of Spain in Trinidad, made an initial court appearance on 12 charges of corruption, money laundering and racketeering, and was granted bail of 400,000 U.S. dollars. Richard Weber, the chief investigator for the U.S. Internal Revenue Services, described their findings as the World Cup of Fraud. As the best financial investigators in the world, IRSCI special agents exposed complex money laundering schemes, uncovered millions of dollars in untaxed income, and discovered tens of millions of dollars hidden away in offshore accounts in countries like Hong Kong, the Cayman Islands, and Switzerland. And wrapping up, major international airlines have expressed concern about the effect of looming new visa regulations on tourism to South Africa. The new requirement for unabridged birth certificates for all children travelling in South Africa comes into effect on June the 1st. Board of Airline Representatives Chairperson Carla de Silva says South Africa is the only country in the world implementing an unabridged birth certificate. De Silva says Barca has received five different versions of the standard operating procedure 
procedures from the Department of Home Affairs. De Silva says tourism contributes 9% of the South African GDP and that the country cannot afford to turn tourists away. That's the news at 7. Your top story this hour. Hundreds of families have been left homeless after the illegal shacks were demolished at Mtata in the Eastern Cape. For Lotus FM News, I'm Navita Gajraj. Headlines at 7.30.